raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it is brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to save lives.org is their website. Lots and lots of basketball. What a great day. Championship Saturday. Regional champs crowned around the state. Also, college basketball, boys high school basketball. Right now, though, I'm just a humble servant. I get you from scoreboard update to scoreboard update. Here's the star of the show, Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, what's going on? One of the biggest basketball Saturdays around the state all year long. We've got a great one to talk about. As you said, regional championship Saturday, IU and Purdue Add in some Pacers plus a whole lot of college hoop, and you got a great day. Let's go to West Lafayette right now, where, of course, Indiana and Purdue played about a month ago. Purdue demolished Indiana at Assembly Hall 87-66. And once again, it is not very close. Number two, Purdue on top of Indiana, 47-28 with 15 minutes left in the second half. Purdue has outscored IU in half number two thus far by a score of 10 to 3. The Boilers continue to roll. How about the Pacers on top of the Knicks right now inside Madison Square Garden? 107 to 90, 658 to go fourth quarter. It's Doug McDermott's return to the Pacers after getting traded back. Tell you more about that later. Plus, in double overtime, Charlestown Regional, Brownstown Central over South Spencer, 55 50. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King, my prayers have been answered. You're back. <laughs> Who are those prayers to? I think we're, you know. I think to the radio gods. Yeah, I was going to say, is it to the uh, Radio One management? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I just I'm, I, I'm, I want you to know I'm glad you're back. Well, I'm, I'm glad to be back. a few minutes to think about how you want to talk about your Bulldogs, okay? I want you to <laughs> talk about them. <laughs> But first, we turn we turn to the real star of the show from the ISC Sports Network. It's the best at what he does, Greg Rakestraw, broadcaster of the year. I can't imagine why, but here he is, Greg Rakestraw, my broadcast partner earlier today in the IUPUI Purdue uh, Fort Wayne matchup, and right now uh, at a regional tonight. Greg Rakestraw, brag a little bit, broadcaster of the year. Uh, from remind me of the organization you won this award from so i was very graciously given this honor by the folks from the national sports media association where they give out and a sportscaster and sports writer of the year for all 50 states so i was the mm-hmm. indiana indiana honoree from the uh, yapping standpoint and cal nenrip of the indianapolis star was given the award uh-huh. from the writing I'm standpoint like, yeah. Right. Okay. This is normally the Don Fisher Memorial Award. He wins it every year. So congratulations on sneaking in there and getting it away from him for a change. And I very graciously got a text from Fish the day that it was announced. So uh, seemingly he is uh, he is being very kind about me ending like a 35-year streak or something like that. Yeah, it's really been amazing. All right, uh, let's start with your. Let's go. Let's back back and forth. Where you know regional tonight, and we'll go back to the IEPUI matchup. Okay, how's that sound? That sounds good. At what point of the state tournament does Plainfield continuing to win get you to sing the fight song on the program? 
I got it for you right now if you want it. <laughs> if Jermaine, Jermaine goes basketball hey, regional for the first time in, in 26 years, I think now's appropriate, Bob. Well, hail to the varsity. It was the first, uh, you know this story, God's honest truth. The first song my wife and I taught our daughter, Stephanie, was hail to the varsity. And uh, that little girl could belt it out from the time she could talk. And uh, she was raised a Quaker, even though she became a Franklin Cub. But still, to this day, you call her, she'll break into hail to the varsity at the drop of a hat. Well, here's the crazy thing, Bob, is as of the pairing show tomorrow afternoon, Franklin could be playing Blainsfield in the girls' basketball semi-state because they oh, are two of the man, four southern teams man. that have made the semi-state. Right. Number one, Lauren Central is the other. Center Grove, who is outstanding this year as well. It is going to be a very deep field in the 4A South semi-state. But Blainfield in the late game tonight at Decatur Central beats Pike 48-43. In the first game at Decatur Central, one-sided for Lawrence Central, which was somewhat expected. 58-30, LC advances to the girls' semi-state for the first time in program history. Before we talk about my beloved Quakers, let's talk about the LC story. Coming in, and we talked about this on the pairing show, coming into this season, they'd never won a sectional. Right, and they never never had their success, and now here they are uh, on the precipice of being able to play for a semi-state. Correct. So they had won one sectional, but it had been a long time. It had been 1987. This is the second sectional right. round in program history. They had not won a postseason game since 2001. They had lost 22 consecutive postseason games. Thinking this is a completely different program, completely different team. Uh, Janon Lampley is their head coach. She is the Former Duke Boilermaker, uh, Big Ten Player of the Year back in 1997, spent time in the early days of the WNBA. Her daughters, Jayla the junior and Lola the sophomore, two of four spectacular players that uh, get the starting nod. Layla Abdur-Rakib, their starting point guard, uh, not to mention uh, Anaya McKenzie, who plays the four for them. Um, So much of their offense comes from those four. Uh, They have such great length and athleticism. But if they combine that on the day where they're making three-pointers look out, and that was the case for Lawrence Central in tonight's game. Uh, Jayla Lampley made five. Layla Abdur-Rakid made three. This was an 11-point game at halftime. It was quickly larger than that, and Mount Vernon never seriously threatened at half number two. That's an impressive story. I mean, and it's a great story. Mother, daughters having success. Um, it's in their DNA. Uh, and you just like the fact that they've been they've been able to put this thing together, and it re- it really is a tremendous story. No doubt about it. This was a 16 win team last year. Got knocked off by Warren Central in the sectional opener. You felt it was just a matter of time. They were playing freshmen and sophomores last year. Now it's largely sophomores and juniors. You have to get to their seventh leading score to find a senior. And, and frankly, they really play usually a six player rotation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes get to that seventh. So. For as good as this group is next year, or this year, they're all coming back next year. But they, they can worry about next year a couple of weeks from now because obviously now the next goal is to get to Gamebridge Fieldhouse. But they know they're also going to play two really good teams. However, the draw shakes out tomorrow afternoon. Um, you know, LC is number one in both the AP and coaches poll. They're not number one in the Sagarin. That's Center Grove. And right. Center Grove won at the defending champs at Bedford North Lawrence today by 21. So, again, that semi-state matchup, whoever it's going to be, should be a great Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Greg Rickstraw rejoins us. 
talking about girls regionals. All right, Lawrence Central wins. Frank, excuse me, Plainfield wins. Tell me about the Plainfield win, Greg. Plainfield won despite being well below 50% uh, from the free throw line and really not finding their three-point range until very late in the game. They trailed Pike 25-16 at halftime. Uh, They were down double digits for a good part of the first half, but they just kept scrapping. Uh, Pike made six threes in the first half, could not replicate that success uh, into half number two, made just two, and one of those was kind of late after that game had already been settled. Uh, But credit to Plainfield. Again, Plainfield is a team very similar to what I talked about with Lawrence Central, where Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. I think their best days are in front of them. Uh, They play four freshmen of their top nine, Peyton Benj, a senior, and obviously a very familiar name, to right. field basketball fans. She's going to play at Spring Arbor next year. She had a solid game. Really, I thought it was Berkeley Williams, uh, who was a sophomore, who was their second-leading scorer, averaging 14.5 points. She had 18 in tonight's game. Hannah Menser, Mike's daughter, hot assistant on the staff. She is a freshman, their leading scorer on the season. Uh, she made some great plays kind of down the stretch. What really impressed me, this is a Plainfield team that had not played in a 4A regional in eight years and the start of the game did not go well for them, but they just kept battling, and they found a way to advance to the 4A semi-state for the first time in program history. That's impressive. You know, I'm happy. I mean, obviously, I'm happy for them, um, but it's it's impressive. Uh, I know Michael Mincer, close to him from his days at Batesville, and uh, you know, Kurt Binge has been there for a while. Uh, coaching's in the Binge DNA, so this this is a good this is a good sectional. I mean, it really, it really is. You're talking about two of the best coaches to ever coach uh, in, in our state, uh, and so it's just one of those things where. Yeah, got to get ready. Now, for those who don't know, and I can't imagine that they don't, Greg Rakestraw will be hosting the semi-state pairing show tomorrow at 2 p.m. on the IHSAATV.org site. You'll find out who's going to be playing whom. I'm happy for you. I'm excited. Uh, I might even break down and watch you tomorrow. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, and so You're welcome. what we will do very early in the show is announce – what schools and what semi-states are going to what site? So there are four northern sites. There are four southern sites. Those are kind of being determined now in the IHSA offices, trying to keep teams as close to home to make it as easy for fans right, to right. follow their team as possible. And then after that is determined, we will show you the ping-pong ball draw live. So, again, you can play any one of the other three teams in your semi-state. For example, and I cited the 4A South semi-state. Plainfield, Lawrence Central, advance from Decatur Central. Center Grove, Franklin, advance from Bedford North Lawrence. You can play any one of those other three teams uh, in terms of your first game, and then obviously winners meet up in the championship game next uh, Saturday night. So next Saturday is shaping up to be a great day of basketball around the state of Indiana. How exciting. This This is, look, the pairing shows that you and I do, are pretty exciting. I think this is uh, maybe not the uh, same amount of excitement, but it's, it, you know, there will be plenty of young ladies and their families anxiously watching to find out who they're going to play. Well, we go from about 410 schools that are watching us uh, very closely to 32, and then just kind of basketball fans around the state of Indiana to see exactly whom they'll be paired up with. And again, I think the biggest thing for fans is really finding out not just as much whom they are playing. But where they are playing, that is, has become yeah. a very yeah. quick topic of conversation in the brief two-year history of this format. 
All right, we're coming up on a scoreboard update. I want you to stay with us. Then we're going to come back, talk about IUPUI and Purdue Fort Wayne, the game we had earlier today. Seems like hours and hours ago, quite frankly. But we'll do that with Sportscaster of the Year, Greg Rakestraw. And don't forget to join him tomorrow. Watch him on the IHSAA uh, network, TV network on IHSAATV.org. You'll have the semi-state pairing show for the girls' state championship. Scoreboard update coming up with Brendan King. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Coach, thanks so much. Let's get right to it. College basketball scoreboard with an update from West Lafayette. Purdue on top of Indiana by a 20-piece 55-35 your score from Mackey Arena. 10.57 to play. The number two Boilers are rolling on the evening. Looking for a sweep over IU this year. Zach Eady with 21 points and 12 rebounds. He is 11 of 16 from the free throw line on the evening so far. We'll keep you posted there. As for the state of Missouri today, the Indiana State Sycamores escape with a win over Missouri State. 73-71. The trees are 22-3. Next up, host Illinois State on Tuesday. Belmont crushed Valparaiso 96-78. It was Murray State over Evansville in a close one, 73-70. Purple Aces are 15-10. Purdue-Fort Wayne over IUPUI 92-65. How about those Butler Bulldogs beating Providence 75-72? Dogs are very much alive in the Big East at 16-8. and E.J. Davis with 20 points and 8 boards. A rare non-conference matchup for Ball State in the month of February. Cardinals lose to Texas State 68-60. And Notre Dame with the win over Virginia Tech. Good one in the ACC. ND over the Hokies 74-66. Marcus Burton, a stat sheet stuffer. 16 points. Points, eight assists. He had six steals as well as four rebounds. Pacers trying to close it out over the Knicks. 121-107. Blue and gold on top with a minute 32 to go. It would be their 30th win of the year. I'm Brendan. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Hey, fam. I'm asking for your support. Help us raise money for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food so they can focus on helping their child live. By pledging just $19 a month, you're helping St. Jude give every child with cancer a chance. Help St. Jude save lives. Call 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 and become a partner in hope today. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone. Greg Rakestraw, Broadcaster of the Year for our state, rejoins us on Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you're with us. Earlier today, Greg Rakestraw and I did the IUPUI Purdue Fort Wayne game, which the Mastodons had uh, a very impressive win over the Jaguars. Greg, uh, John Kaufman's team, when they get going, you know, were able to get in transition and get it to half court and, and create some things. They shot the ball well. Uh, they moved well without the ball. Uh, they beat you off the dribble. They're a hard team to defend. They are, and that's the way John has built this team, as you have alluded to. Uh, and and Jalen Jackson, good to see him back after heading over to Chicago yeah. and playing at UIC for a year. Um, he has really improved his three-point shot. You know, he was always a, a strong, physical kid, and it was such a tough matchup for guards. 
at the high school level where they played at Carroll or Northrop uh, to kind of check him. He's an Indiana All-Star. Well, he has become a much better three-point shooter. So he's added mm-hmm. that to his mm-hmm. game. He had north of 20 points tonight. Uh, but obviously the, the team story for Purdue-Fort Wayne was the fact that they went 12 of 25 from three-point range. They made Yikes. nine and a half threes a game. They're about a 35% right. three-point shooting team. Uh, they had a 70% second half from the floor. They shot 59% from the floor for the game. They had other you know, great individual efforts. I thought the Mulder kid, their post, was fantastic. Um, you know, it, it's hard to single out any more guys than that because they were all solid. But to me, it was about the team. And you know this, every year there's a team at the end of the conference season to go, I'm not sure why these guys aren't no, like right. second or third and they're like fifth or sixth right, right. in the conference standings. And you kind of go, man, I, I hope we don't draw them in the league tournament. Exactly. I, I kind of think Purdue-Fort Wayne's that team because, again, they won their first four league games. They were 5-0. and They were 11-1. and They were 13-2. and They've hit a bit of a skid, and they've lost maybe some close games that they shouldn't have. You know, they're seven and seven in in league play, and in five of those seven losses, they've led in the second half. You know, a, a bounce or two here. The way we're talking about them, maybe competing for a league championship. I don't think that's right. in the card with three weeks left to go. But what really matters is come tournament time, they're going to be a tough out. And and if John Kaufman's team can play the way they did today, they're going to give everybody in the league fits by the time we get to March. He's Greg Rakestraw. He is, in fact, the best at what he does. I had fun these last two days. Is it okay if you and I take a few days off from one another until next Sunday and do the pairing show? Um, I guess. I mean, we're going to spend you know two hours together next Sunday. I mean, you know, you and I got to do what, three games together in a span of twenty four hours. It's, it's kind right. of like the old days for us. But but yes, you have my blessing to uh, not interact with me again until we talk next Friday night at Indiana Sports Talk. How's that? Greg Rakestraw, thanks. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. You too. Matt Florian from LVH1 Broadcasting on the line with us. He has the Andrean 31-26 win over LaVille for a girls' regional championship. Matt, thank you so much for the phone call. and a very it's a, It sounds like and looks like a very, very interesting game for Andrean in their win over a very good LaVille team tonight. Absolutely, Coach. Instant classic, obviously, us covering LaVille. It was uh, classic on the wrong way for us. But uh, you know, it was everything you wanted for girls basketball in Indiana mm-hmm. in February. 11 to 10, tied at, uh, I'm sorry, 11 to 10 at the half. Andrean came out 12 to nothing run in the third quarter. LaVille wow. didn't find any offense until about a minute into the fourth when Ava Weil was able to find a bucket. And from there, Andrean got itself into some foul trouble, got itself into some turnover trouble. We were able to pull within, I think it was 23 to 26 with about a minute nine left when Lily Smith drained a three-pointer, make it 26 to 29, but that was as close as LaVille would get. Andrean hang, uh, would hang on to that one, and like you said, just a fantastic game. Real, real tough, gritty second half for both of these teams and Drain coming out in the third quarter just absolutely on fire. And then LaVille saying, we're not done yet. As you said, very talented LaVille team. Lots of uh, broken hearts mm-hmm. on that bench. But uh, fantastic regional championship there, number 17 for 2A ball. You know, Matt, I'm curious. With the low score, you know, people tend to think that both teams are trying to maybe hold the ball. But they're, they, both teams are so good defensively, it is hard to find a good look at the hoop. 
It really is. And that was the kind of the tail of the tape for LaVille. Obviously, we're focused on the Lancers, but both right. teams really struggled with clean rebounding. LaVille, obviously, that third quarter, there's going to be a lot of tape for Coach Nicholas Amor and his squad to break down in the offseason, but not a clean rebounding look all through the third quarter. The second half was just, I don't want to say sloppy, but it was a lot of, like right. you said, really, really strong defense that just stifled any and all offense on both sides. Really just a, a fantastic defensive stand. Coach Amor earlier this week said, if we keep it under 40, it's a competitive very good ball game and that was the game plan and overall it seemed to work until the last couple of minutes Matt Florian from LVH1 on the Andrean win over LaVille in the Winnemac Regional 31-26 the final Matt thank you I appreciate it have a great weekend you too coach thank you for all you do thank you Mike Armstrong from Franklin Community High School beats they beat Evansville North tonight in regional action. The final in this one, 39-30. Coacher, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations uh, on the uh, – excuse me, 69-30. to Congratulations on the big win. Thanks, Bob. It was uh, really nice. It was a really good effort by our kids today, and I'm, I'm real proud of them. Well, you should be. I mean, and you should also be excited about what your kids did defensively. You think back to day one of practice and you talk about how important defense is. Take a look at where you are on how you locked them up tonight. Yeah, we played really well defensively against a, a team that was scoring uh, in the 50s the last couple of weeks and, and in the sectional last week down in Evansville. You know, we've played four games in this tournament. We've given up 32, 25, 42, and 30. So, I, you mm-hmm. know, the way we shoot the ball and the way we score – is obviously kind of what we hang our hat on, but I think sometimes our defense gets overlooked. Right. Hey, I know this is uh, this is bad, but we're at the top of the hour scoreboard. Can you join? Can you hang with me for five minutes and come back and talk uh, about the win? I want to. I want to spend some more. I know, I know you do, but just want you to know you, you got a little bit of a wait, and I'm happy. So. W- When's the celebration? You know, I'm on the air here in my house in Franklin, so when, when do I need to sneak out and help you celebrate? Well, we've already done that because we had the 4 o'clock game today, but we went, down uh, on the, we went down on the square and we had a good time. Now you're talking. <laughs> All right, Mike, we'll be back. Thanks for the call. Mike Armstrong from Franklin will join, rejoin us after the scoreboard update coming up with Brendan King on Indiana Sports Talk. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.